When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Let's dig right in. Um, we're going to split this thing up into two, as we always do. The first one's just a lot of general thoughts about this matchup. And then, as we usually do, we're going to finish up the week with all the individual matchups that uh, face the Steelers on the side on both sides of the ball. So, here we go. Folks, it's all going down at the FanDuel Sportsbook and Lounge at Live Casino where you can get in on all the action this football season. Bet on your teams with a sportsbook rep or at our self-service kiosks, and then jump into the stadium on our giant 40-foot video wall. How's that for a touchdown? Join your friends at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Bet, watch, and win. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carolina's won two games in a row and three of their last four. That's their first winning streak since starting the 2001 season, 3-0. and I mean, winning streak, just two games are up. Uh, the Panthers are 4-3 and at home this year and 4-4 four and four under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. So since the Steelers' bye week, compared to the rest of the league, they rank 8th in offensive EPA and 11th in defensive EPA. It's pretty good. I mean, since the bye, just isolating that, but it's a pretty big section of games. Eighth on offense, not 11th on defense. The Steelers have six games this year in which they didn't turn the ball over. That is the second most in the league. Three of their past four games have been turnover free. Needless to say, turnover is going to be massive in this game. Um, in every game this year that Pittsburgh has won, they've scored first. In every game they've lost, the opponent has put the points on the scoreboard first. I keep stressing that. It probably means nothing, but if I find it very interesting. The Steelers and Panthers rank 27th and 24th, respectively, in points scored, as well as 14th and 13th in points allowed. For the season, Pittsburgh ranks 8th in time of possession, and the Panthers are 31st, ahead of only the Seahawks. Last week, Carolina held the ball, though, for over 39 minutes. And over their past three games, only the Niners and Commanders have better time of possession than the Panthers. Over the last three games, the Steelers are 12th. So they're second to last in time of possession after holding it for 39 last week and in the last three weeks, they're third best. I mean, how awful were they in time of possession to start the season? Only six defenses are seeing more plays run per game against them than the Panthers, which you know, goes back to early in the season. And only two offenses run less plays per contest in Carolina. Overall, Panthers games this year averaged the 26th most combined plays run. So, not a lot of plays run in, in Panthers game is basically the point. I mean, on both sides of the ball. The Steelers are averaging 1.4 fewer yards per pass play than their opponent. The worst differential in the league. Ouch. Uh, the Panthers have a plus 13 differential point differential over their past four games. 
and have only lost in Baltimore over that stretch. The Steelers' point differential over their past five games is plus 11, with their only losses during that stretch coming against Cincinnati and Baltimore. So, recently, Baltimore got them both. Steelers also got beat by Cincy. But point differential are basically the same over that stretch for these teams. Um, turnover differential. The Steelers are now dead even, while Carolina is at minus two. Only the Eagles have more interceptions than Pittsburgh. A lot of people ask me, like, why doesn't this defense take the ball away? I'm like, they're second in interceptions. But the, here's the thing. The Steelers are dead last in taking the ball away via fumble. A lot of that's luck. Uh, the Steelers and Panthers have 17 and 16 giveaways, respectively, which is right in the middle of the league. But only the Texans and Colts have thrown more interceptions than the Steelers. Not great company. However... Only the Cowboys and Raiders have lost fewer fumbles than the Steelers. So they're not recovering fumbles, and they're not losing fumbles. Pittsburgh. Carolina has fumbled the ball 18 times, but they've been very fortunate, too. They've only lost six of those 18. You usually lose about 50%. They've also caused 13 fumbles, but have only recovered four. So <laughs> they have had bad fumble luck on defense, but they've had really good fumble luck on offense. So I thought some of that turnover stuff was kind of fun with these teams. Um, Break time, sip the water, and um, we will come back with a lot of individual matchups that I find really interesting. Right. I mean, this has been the case for several weeks now. The last two opponents are unbelievably run heavy, as are the Panthers. I assume you know that by now. The hugest key to the whole game, stop the run, stop the run, stop the run, stop the run. Are they capable of doing that? Recent history is not real kind in that regard, obviously. But let's talk about some individual matchups. Their left tackle, Ikwanu, Icky. Very early pick this year, really physical. I love him. And he's really emerging quickly in protection after struggling early in his rookie year. He'll be well against Highsmith one-on-one, I'm sure, all the time in, in passing situations. Uh, Highsmith needs to do a good job of securing the, the edge in the run game, too. He is a handful to deal with in the run game as a downhill blocker. But maybe Highsmith can beat him with some first-step quickness, that type of thing, spin move, stuff that he's good at uh, in protection. So on the other side... Moten is a quality right tackle. He's fighting some injuries. Even with Watt being not super productive since he's come back, I would imagine he's going to get a lot of help against TJ. I thought TJ did a good job, and Highsmith did a good job, securing the edges in the run game last week. I didn't think they were the problem. I doubt they're the problem in this one against the run. Hopefully you can get the Panthers in some third and medium. Well, third and medium is a rundown for them probably. Third and long, where you actually have some situations where the two edge guys can go to work. We'll see. That goes back to stopping the run. Um, This is fun. Last week, we saw an eight offensive line package by Carolina that they call their RB package. We've got the meats. You know, I mean, just big, beefy dudes. And if you think about that, 
a running back, a quarterback, eight offensive linemen, doesn't leave much else. I mean, a tight end or DJ Moore or whomever. I bet they see it again. I bet the Steelers had to practice against it this week. And more and more, I keep thinking the heavier personnel the Steelers need to employ, the less talent they have on the field, which also goes with the Wormley injury. But then you can't get deep into your defensive backs, nickels and dimes stuff. So you might see a lot of that. And in turn, does that mean Spillane, Bush, and Jack are all on the field together? That's not that's not your best 11, you know, or is Leal playing an edge or, you know, I mean, what do the Steelers do against extra offensive linemen? I mean, a, seven, a sixth offensive lineman is odd, but eight <laughs> is crazy, you know, so it's a, an obscene amount of beef out there, the RB package. Other side of the ball, I am quickly falling in love with Derek Brown. Actually, I'll just cut the chase. They've had three, their last three first round picks. I mentioned Icky, the left tackle, Derek Brown, big nose tackle plus. I mean, he's not just a Hampton plugger. Um, and J.C. Horn is a shutdown man coverage corner. Boy, that's like exactly the three people the Steelers need. You know, like give me the, the young, they're all like top 10 picks. Give me the left tackle, big time nose, pocket pusher and more man-to-man corner. Like, boy, can you imagine you know, throwing those three guys on the team. I know it's not how the world works and it's fantasy land, but that's exactly what I'm looking for this offseason. Anyways, Derek Brown is going to present problems. Running up the middle, he is much more powerful than Cole. He's a much better physical specimen than any interior Steeler defensive lineman, and he's really come into his own. Keep an eye on him. Don't just think, boy, they can't move this guy in the middle. I'm like, he's a stud. In, in a year from now, everyone will know who he is. If he was... Uh, you know, on a on a Bills or a high-profile team, a Chiefs, people would realize how good Derrick Brown is. People already realize how good Brian Burns is. Probably the fifth, sixth, seventh best edge rusher on the planet right now um, against Dan Moore. There's a lot of matchups in this game that are just coincidentally bad matchups for the Steelers. None more than this. Passing game, Burns versus Moore. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, also their linebackers and Jeremy Chin, another high pick, um, Shaq Thompson is kind of one of their older dudes, but he's only been in the league like six or seven years. Great athlete. This Luvu guy has been all over the place, does everything well. And Chin, the strong safety, those guys will spend a lot of time passing off guys in zone, playing a lot of man against Fryermuth, all of whom match up pretty well against Fryermuth. Again, the things the Steelers do well. The, the, the uh, Panthers counter well. So those three are going to be all over the place. And, and I really have them their matchup against Fryermuth in particular. Um, doesn't mean they don't throw it, you know, Fryermuth at all. But, you know, the, those guys should handle him well, especially Jeremy Chin, who's a 6'2", 6'3", phenomenal testing, long, strong safety that's a good tight end matchup. I mentioned J.C. Horn. Love them. Uh, both their outside corners, Horn and Henderson, are really good. They're both top 10 type picks. They stole Henderson from the Jags. I, I don't know what Jacksonville was doing there. There was some kind of character issue. Or Jags don't keep their first round pick. Good for Carolina. They get a top 10 pick a year after that for a third. They have two man coverage corners that are don't really travel to the slot, but the Steelers don't really have a slot. Like the best way to attack these guys is with a strong slot presence. Well, you're going to win this game with Sims and Gunner. You know, I don't think so. 
Um, but Horn will travel, and it's you don't see a lot of traveling in today's NFL. But Horn has done it, I think, two of the last three weeks. I mean, he traveled with Cortland Sutton. You know, I mean, Cortland Sutton's not a great player, but he was their best option, so he went with them. I would think Horn will travel with Deontay. You know, I mean, teams still treat him as the number one, partially because they only target Pickens three times a game. Um, So that is a matchup that not only favors Carolina, because I think Horn is becoming one of the best corners in the league already in year two, but I'm curious how they do that. Because Henderson, again, is really talented too. Will they travel or they just go left, right and say, you guys can figure it out from there because we like both our matchups, whether we travel or not. So in the end, I mean, I don't know who the better team is, to be honest. I mean, the Steelers just lost a tough one. You can look at Carolina and be like, they're playing better. And they maybe they are. But I mean, if over the last month, it's pretty similar. Carolina's passing game is unbelievably bad, though. Um, but I think the matchups are really bad for the Steelers. Stop them to run. Deal, you know, they have good good matchups for the Steelers receivers, including Fryermuth. What do you do against Derek Brown? Can they handle the beef of the Arby's package? You know, that kind of stuff. So there you have it. Um, I don't love where this sits right now for the Steelers, but I also think there's something to embarrassing Cam Hayward could not have been a fun week at the office at the facility. And this is a you know well-coached franchise that has won a lot of games and has overcome things and know what it takes to win in this league against an interim head coach who's doing a great job. But the Panthers kind of need it more. I think that they have a really good chance of winning the South when it's all said and done, which is amazing. So, okay, over and out. Have a great week. I'll be back Sunday nights before they kick off the Sunday Nighter to recap Steelers-Panthers.